the vibes. Welcome back to another episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast brought to you by NBA 2K23. And I highly recommend you get NBA 2K23 because it's free on the PlayStation Store right now. And you might have a lot of time to play it soon because the Denver Nuggets are just one game away from being crowned NBA champions. I'm your host, Momo. alongside me as always, the one and only BJ Armstrong. BJ, how you doing? Well, I can't believe, I can't believe, I, I I was a little sad after the game tonight, thinking one more win by the Denver Nuggets, and we've completed another season. You say that, right? I had this conversation, and I was at an event today, and people were telling me, oh, Mo, what are you going to do when the finals finish? I'm like, well, the finals finish, and we get like a week before the draft, in which time I have to go through all this film of all these prospects, and then we have the draft, and then we have Summer League, like a week later. I've got Key 54 in Paris before that. And then we have Summer League. And then you have a couple of weeks off. Then you have the training camps begin. And in the midst of all of that, you have all the trades. Because I think there are going to be a lot of trades this year because of the new CBA. It's quite bad for the free agents. There's going to be loads of trades. You've got the free agent signings. You've got all the rumors and the gossip. So we're not going to stop, BJ. This show is going to be rocking here every day. We've got to give the people what they want. We're going to be here every day. And we're going to keep doing what we do. Because you know one thing about the NBA. The NBA doesn't go one day without drama. Shout out to my boy Zion. <laughs> Shout out to my boy Zion. Oh, Shout out to my boy right, no, no. Well, Please don't go there. Let, let it, leave it alone. Bro. Just go, leave it alone. Let's talk about basketball. I ain't going to Dallas. I ain't going to New Orleans. I ain't going to none of that. I'm going to the Hoop Genius Podcast. We, the Devon Nuggets put off a great win. 108 to 95. And, you know, surprisingly, well, I was going to say Nikita Jokic had a quiet night. He had a 20-point triple-double, 23 points. Uh, 12, no, he didn't have a triple-double. He had 23 points and 12 assists. But uh, I've lost my mind. 23 points, 12 rebounds and four assists. Jamal Murray only had 15 points to go along with 12 assists. I think he's the first player to have over 10 assists in his first over four finals games. Mm-hmm. And um, the big scorer was Aaron Gordon with 27 points. Bruce Brown came off the bench with 21 points. And they got the dub. Michael Porter Jr. had 11. On the other hand, for the Miami Heat, Jimmy Butler, 25, 7, and 7. Bam Adebayo, 20, 11. And uh, eight turnovers for Mr. Adebayo. And then aside from that, they got Carl Lowry, 13 points. Caleb Martin, 11 points. And Kevin Love, 12 points. But Max Struess and Gabe Vincent, the starting guards for the Miami Heat, combined for a whopping two points going one of 10 from the field between them each played just 19 minutes on the court big minutes for Duncan Robinson who had 12 points though what were your big takeaways from this game well I mean the the thing Mo that's that's obvious is one the depth of the of the Denver Nuggets they they individually they they have better talent and there's clearly no answers for Mr. Jokic I mean there's no answers. I mean, you can't double him. You can't defend him one-on-one. He's just, he's bigger, stronger than every player that's out there. And they just don't have the size to match up. Now, in saying that, Mo, you, you start getting Bruce Brown comes off tonight, 21 points. Jeff Green, he only had three points, but he, he played big tonight. Mm-hmm. Played well. And what can you say about Aaron Gordon? Okay, now... You're getting into your third, perhaps your fourth best offensive player in the starting lineup. 
mm-hmm. and he gets 27 points. Okay. Now, Mo, you just start getting in. Now you're just picking your poison. So clearly the Miami Heat are making adjustments. They're doing things. They took away option A. They took away option B. And then all of a sudden you do, the, you take away, let's say Jamal Murray. He only gets 15 points tonight. And then my, Aaron Gordon has a career high, 27 points in the playoffs. And Bruce Brown comes off the bench and gets 21 points. So those are, that's just, they have great personnel right now. They're playing. The the roster construction is is, absolutely phenomenal. And you know what's what's amazing about their roster construction? Everyone on their team compliments their two best players. Yep. They defend. Great defenders. And they are tough. And they are complimentary, like hustle, effort, energy players. So and, and they can shoot job. 14 of 28, 50% from downtown in this game. I mean, and that's just incredible. I mean, you can't depend on every night, but they, they are capable. Only six say. turnovers, though. Only six turnovers. It was a fantastic game from the Denver Nuggets. I want to point this out as well for you guys who didn't watch the game. In the fourth quarter, Nikola Jokic had five fouls with nine minutes to go, right? The Denver Nuggets were up nine. He sat on the bench for five minutes and 15 seconds. And the nine-point lead became an eight-point lead. Miami only managed to take one point off the lead without Jokic. And all season long in the regular season, the Denver Nuggets were absolutely cooked when Jokic sat on the bench. It was the biggest differential I've ever seen in terms of on-off numbers for Nikola Jokic and the Denver Nuggets. But now, on this stage at the NBA Finals, the role players stepped up. And they did not let the big fella down because some of the calls were bogus. That call against Bama, that was one of the worst flops I've ever seen. I tweeted it. There's a video on my Twitter. That flop was disgustingly bad. Bama the bio, I'm going to get him an Oscar award. I'm going to get him a Tony award. I'm going to get him a BAFTA. A BAFTA is a British Academy Film and Television Award. I'm going to get him an Emmy award. Because the acting from Bam Adebayo tonight was sensational. And it still didn't work. So shout out to Bam. What a flop. Flop (laughs) flop of the year. That's the flop of the season. Flop of the season. Outrageous. I want to talk about Jamal Murray. Because we talk about the other guy stepping up. A large part of that was Jamal Murray's 12 assists. And zero turnovers, by the way. He had 12 assists and zero turnovers. And a lot of this role player stepping up was... Miami continuing to throw two defenders at Jamal Murray when he's coming off screen roll or dribble handoffs. We saw this in game three and it didn't work out well for them. Why did they stay with it? Well, I think what Jamal is, we make so much about what he does on the offensive end and his ability to score, right? Off the dribble, you know, he gets in isolations. They do a lot of dribble handoff. And, and clearly right now, their best offensive set right now is their two-man game. And because Jamal Murray, yeah, Jamal it's Murray, like the back just, screen I mean, that leads up into the triple handoff, and yeah, right. and and I think what you what you see is uh, what you're seeing now from Jamal Murray is he has command of the position right now, and what I mean by that he's he's just making all the right plays, right? You step off of him, he shoots the three, he makes it. He gets to the mid range, he makes it. You put a smaller guard or a slower defender on him, he takes advantage of that. Uh, you come double him, he makes the right read to the corners, the guy in the pocket, uh, which is Jokic for the most part, or he's getting to the dunker spot. I mean, he's just playing flawless basketball at the position. Is he? I mean, he's putting on a clinic. 
I mean, when you have 12 assists, he's had 10 or more assists in his first four games. He has no turnovers tonight. And now there's nothing you really can do because he, you've done everything you can possibly do. Mm-hmm. And he has countered that and he's played simply mistake-free basketball. Okay. So even though he didn't score tonight, well, he made all the right plays and got the ball to the right people at the right time. And again, it was another incredible offensive output by him because he's the, he's the, he's a straw right now. They're stirring the drink. Jokic does what Jokic is going to do. But Jamal Murray right now, he puts so much pressure on the defense and he he's just, when your guard is in a, he is in a zone right now. Zero turnovers in, in the biggest game of his life so far. Is absolutely yeah, unbelievable. I mean, I mean, Zero. You don't get better. He, he, he was perfect. I mean, he was literally perfect tonight. I mean, there's nothing you can do. I mean, you want to be upset. You want to be mad. Say, hey, we had a chance. The guy was perfect. And you gave him different looks. You double teamed him. You he missed shots, different but players. he made plays. Base, you know, so he, he, you know, just give the guy credit. Aaron Gordon, 11 of 15 from the field, 27 points. Wow. Six rebounds, six assists, two steals. The six assists is what jumped out to me. Like, I knew that he could get easy looks. I did a breakdown on YouTube after game one about why he's such a big problem. But the six assists was really crazy. Like, when do you ever see Aaron Gordon with that many assists? Well, passing is contagious. You know, it's like hustle. You know, one guy hustles and dies on the floor, and then everybody starts doing it. You know, one guy makes a pass. I mean, he had a he had a beautiful pass tonight. I think it was to Jamal Murray, I believe. Yep. Cutting on like a backdoor cut. I mean, he's he's a really good basketball player. I, I, I'm really happy for him. You know, he, he started off his career in Orlando and, and then he's just he's found his niche, you know, and um, he's 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 turned into a really, really good basketball player. You know, enough hasn't been said about what he has done throughout this play, this playoff run for Denver on the defensive end. He takes on all the defensive assignments yep. every night. Whether he's a big guy, a small guy, in this in this series, he's taking on Jimmy Butler, which isn't an easy matchup, and he's done a stellar job. I mean, he's been terrific. So uh, tonight, you know, he got a couple passes from Jokic. I'm telling you what, ladies and gentlemen, Jokic makes makes some passes that is just incredible, and that one alley oop or lob or whatever it was. They're the second half. The, just, the one where incredible. he just touched the ball over his head. Yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah, it's just unbelievable. I mean, I mean, th- those two have such great chemistry. They play like like they used to play the bigs in the old days where they always are opposite of one another, right? Jokic is high, he's low, and vice versa. And they look for each other. They they You, you could tell, like, they they're like the bigs, even though I know it's small ball and they play, you know, shoot threes and stuff. They play, you know, together. You, the, you can tell they like each other. They 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 love this. This you, is the thing. This is the thing. It's not small ball anymore. Small ball is is no longer because the Denver Nuggets you can't go small against Jokic. The, the, for sure. the, the, not just Jokic though. The Denver Nuggets have a size advantage at every position, right. and that's that's what's causing the Heat so many problems. Like I feel like the Heat did a great job in terms of their effort on rebounding the basketball, particularly early in this game. But at some point, the size just, you know, overwhelms them. Like, not just in terms of rebounding, just in terms of matching up with the guys that are bigger than you and them getting easy opportunities. 
Like you know it. what's cool to watch, Mo? You know what's really cool to watch? Go ahead. Is whenever you switch on Jokic with the small, you know, like teams do, everyone just switches everything. He immediately goes to the post. And I and, and I and I always wonder in today's game, like, you know, just I'm I'm just using an example. You'll see Embiid, he'll get a switch and then he'll shoot like a fadeaway three on a small in a small guy's bar. Well, yeah, Embiid, let's talk about Bam Adebayo shooting fadeaways in the paint, like yeah, he, I mean, Kobe. But, but Jokic, Jokic, whenever a small guy gets on him, he just punishes the guy. You know what I mean? It's like he likes being big. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Mo? Like, mm-hmm. I'm a big boy, and this is what I do if you switch. Like, he's daring you to switch on him. Like, he's yep. the one guy in the NBA that I I, I mean, I, I, I always think that because I was like, yeah, like, if you got on a – today, if, a, if you switch a little guy – on the big guy, the little guy. They never look for the bigs. They never look for the bigs. BJ, (laughs) it drives me insane. I I watch the NBA and they switch. And instead of the big guy going down low and posting up, the guard does dribble, 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 (laughs) sidestep, (laughs) contested three. It makes me rage at my TV because there's so many times I'm a big guy, right? I've got someone much weaker guarding me. Give me the damn ball and let me go to work. I'm not trying to see the dribble dribble. And and like the Miami Heat, the amount of times I see Kevin Love when they switch and Kevin Love's now guarded by a smaller defender. Brother, Kevin Love used to give you 30-point games from the post when he was in Minnesota. He had forgotten how to do that. Go to him. This is what got me so mad in the Buck series. They did it in one of the games. Brook Lopez would go down low and really work. But the rest of it, they didn't go to him. And it just drives me insane. So, yeah, yeah. And I, and I love that. I love that. I love that about him. And and um, now they're one one away from their first championship. How the, about the, that? The other the, thing, though, just just before we move on from this, is when they do switch on Jokic, he's well aware that the defense will have to come and double him. So he always looks for the pass first because he knows one of his guys is either going to be open or cutting to the hoop. So even though it might not look when you watch the game that he's looking for the pass, the speed at which his basketball computer inside his brain works of processing who's going to be open in a split second and being able to make that read. That's, I don't think any other players in the league right now can do that at his size. No, he, he is, he's, I, 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 I'm going to say this, Mo, you know, he's a very unique player. Okay. And, and he's a great player. Like he is a great player. Regardless, he 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 belongs in the classic category as a player. Like you know, you talk about new school, whatever. No, he is a great player. He regardless could play at of any era. In, in era, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. He's a classic player. Like we, we got to come up with a new cap. He's a classic player. Like it doesn't matter. All you know, you talk about eras. Who's better? This guy. No, I don't care who he's playing against. Like Mo, he can play against. Should, any should player I tell you my in favorite thing? Era. Should I tell you my favorite thing about Jokic? He's the only player I've seen that you can't replicate his game in a video game. That's what I say. Like, like, yeah, no, no, no. no but, but there's lots of unique players that we've seen, right? There's lots of players like LeBron is unique, right? But when you play 2K, you can play like LeBron. You can't play like Jokic. You can't because it's it's all there in his head. Like the way this guy sees the floor, the way this guy operates. And it's not like he's 
quicker than everyone. It's not like he's stronger than well, he's stronger than most people, but as in he's not jumping higher than everyone. It's just unreal what he manages to do. Do you think the Miami Heat have any chance of making this three two and possibly becoming three three and forcing a game seven? Well, there's always a chance. You know, uh, uh, let's say this about let's put a Heat. percentage on it. I, I I think it's 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 highly unlikely. <laughs> okay, I think it's. You know, I think they have a 25% chance or less. You know, I don't, I don't think this is a high percentage for them to win there and ha- and go back to Miami. And the reason I say that, Mo, is because they've Miami, done... They've lost six straight ga- games in Miami, I think, in the playoffs now. Yeah, they, they've... they've It's hard to win at home. I, I, I think we, we said this after game, I don't know, two or three. I told you, I it's think it's hard to win at home. Yeah, it, it was yeah, one in. Yeah, they won game in, three at home in Boston, and then since then they lost game four, game six, and then yeah, I think get, it's so hard. it's four straight games. They're like it's one hard in six because it requires it requires more discipline. Now, the reason I, I say it's gonna, I'm gonna give them a 25 percent chance, is because now when they go back to Denver, now Denver is going to be faced with the same problems that Miami was faced for the last two games. Okay, think about this, Mo. In the last three games, there's been four games in the finals so far. Mm-hmm. The, the road, road team has won. Yeah, I mean, and, 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 and that's and and that's you know. Do you think now I, though, I know with it everything crazy. at stake? Mm-hmm. Do you think now with everything at stake is just listen, fellas, turn your phones off. Let's just handle business, and then whatever you want to do after that, you can go do. Well, I'm going to say this. Do I think the players know this? Yes. But the hardest thing, Mo, is your family doesn't know this. They're all ready to, Mo, you're going to walk into the arena. Okay, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. You're going to look up in the rafters, and there's going to be balloons. Yep. You're going to walk into the arena, and you're going to see cases of champagne. Mm -hmm. You're going to see the Larry O'Brien trophy standing there in case. Waiting for the new Louis Vuitton case. Yes, Mo, you're going to have all of the... The arena is going to look different. It's going to feel different. It's going to be shirts on there that says you're going to see the case of shirts that they're going to have standing in the in the hallways. You NBA walk in champions, says, world NBA world. Yes. Okay. So Mo, like, this isn't going to be easy. Okay. I would not be shocked if we have to come back to Miami, just because Mo, you talking about bulletin board material or in this age you talk about stuff that you can put on your ipad okay (laughs) 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 or whatever it is okay they're going to have everything's going to be right there mo the commissioner is going to be there every you're going to see the table mo that they're going to have to usher out there if they win that they're going to all of that's going to be sitting right there in your face ready for this okay so i don't think it's going to be easy it's the closeout game is the toughest game at this stage. What does Miami have to lose? Nothing. Everyone's coming to the arena. Why? To say they were there for their first championship. Mm-hmm. The, 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 everyone's going to be there with this idea. Okay. So we'll see. We'll see how Denver handle, handle, handles it. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if they kind of, you know, they're a little nervous. I mean, well, they're one win away. They they haven't had to do this. They're not experienced like, say, the Golden State Warriors or yep. guys who've done this multiple times. This is their first time. 
you know, game two was tough for them for the same reason. But yep. you would like to think that they learn and they have a quick learner now. You know, uh, you know, but I, I, again, we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. But I'm certainly not c- counting the uh, the Miami Heat out. What's the mindset they've got to go? Because you've been in many closeout games, championship games. What's the mindset you've got to go in? With? What's Mike Malone going to be telling his guys to not be faced by this moment? Well, you, you have to relax. You have to relax and know that it's a 48-minute game, okay? And the thing, Mo, when you have a closeout game is the following. You got to stay close. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you want to stay close. Like, you, you know, you get up 10. If you've never been in a closeout game, you get up 10, and what's the first thing you want to do? You want to come down and shoot a three to put a dagger in and start looking at the crowd and everyone feel, okay, when you play the game, the first thing you try to do, Mo, is what the thing that I found most successful is I want to see how many you know, back in the day, you know, I don't know if you can say this today, but I'll just for the terminology, we called them kills. Yeah. You, those are three consecutive stops. Mm-hmm. You wanted to get seven or more of those during the course of a game. Mm-hmm. That means you got three consecutive stops, Mo. That's way more deflating to a team. If you just come down and hit a three and you start waving in the crowd and they go and they call a timeout or whatever. Okay. You made a three, the crowd gets into it. It's good theater for the television. It's good theater for the arena. But Mo, if you can just get seven stops with three or more and during the course of a game, suddenly now Mo, the, the other team starts to panic because they go, well, we can't score. Yeah. And and the name of the game, Mo, is you got to have more points than the other team. If we can hold you, now, Mo, we can just, the team will give up. Yeah. You got to force, you, that's what I found. Once the team gives up, Mo, then the coaches say, hey, uh, you know what? We don't want to go through the steps necessary to play for 48 minutes this way. Yeah. You follow what I'm saying, Mo? You, yeah. you make the game into a grinded out game. Well, Mo, you're down 3 1. Do you really Mo, want to grind this game out like this for 48 <laughs> minutes knowing that you get nah, you're like, no, nah, I can't do this. It, 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 and you see teams will just like you'll see the coaches like, well, hey, we tried. It did work. We didn't have it. We lost to a better team tonight. Congratulations. And, and now we're going to go get Dave Lillard. But that's another conversation <laughs> for another day. Um <laughs> Let me, let me ask you this. Nikola Jokic turned his ankle early in this one. It looked pretty bad. He was mm-hmm. limping after that, tied his shoe up. He turned his ankle. It's going to swell up now after this game, and then they've got to get on an airplane straight away. Does that concern you at all for Denver, you know, looking at the upcoming well, he, game with a, a short turnaround time? He's a big man. But, you know, I don't know Mr. Jokic, you know, but I will say this. I would presume... The adrenaline right now is so incredible that it really doesn't matter. <laughs> and because it doesn't matter, he will find a way to be ready to play and play at a high level. Okay, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. You know, you like to you would like to think because of their age and their team that they'll be back. And you're you're looking at their team going, oh man, they're gonna they could make a run here. Yeah, they said, However, that, about, you, said that about the Celtics last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But the truth of it is, you take it one game literally at a time. I know it sounds cliche, but you really you have to. But 
this is a an incredible opportunity. They have three games to win one. And if they can and if they can and if they can get that done, you know, sooner rather than later, it'd be great. So I think he'll be ready. Well, we're gonna see. when's the game? Monday night? Yeah, I think so. Man, listen, I can't believe another NBA season could be coming to an end. Um, How about that? How about that? It's How crazy. About that? Is about it, it too late for MB to return as MVP? No, stop it. Stop I'm just it. saying. They yeah, told me. They yeah. told me Jokic can't be MVP because he doesn't deliver in the playoffs. Well, you know what? I you know what I love too, Mo. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell you something that I really enjoy, and and it's one of the. I don't miss much about playing. I I really don't. Um, you know, every player is different. So this, you know, this isn't a general statement. But I love it when we put challenges in front of players. Mm-hmm. Well, to Shaq, he loves doing that. Yeah, like you put a challenge in front, like he doesn't deliver. Well, okay, like, Mo, it's really hard to win in a regular season, let alone in the postseason. And this guy, like, you know, like he, he's a, he, he's a relatively like, what is this? Six, seven, eight year in the six or seven? What is it like seventh or eighth year in the league or something yeah. like that? Somewhere around there. And you know what, Mo? Like he's answered the bell, though. So I I love it when we put challenges in front of players because you know I mean you need you need that in front of you. You need that carrot in front of you. Well, you crazy. need to say okay. And I and I and I respect that about him. He's a tough kid. So okay, yeah. And it partially it was true. That's why they could say it. Well, but well, now what are you going to say? Well, the last two years, his teammates have been injured. The last time they had a healthy roster, they got to the conference finals. They lost to the Lakers. Uh, the Lakers wrote a very nice letter to the NBA complaining about the referees. And then we saw what happened after that. Um, so the Nuggets went healthy. Their last time out were the conference finalists. This time out, one win away from a championship. So if they can keep healthy and keep the band together... The future is bright for them, though. Well, again, I, I've been around too long. You know, those are nice storylines. But that has nothing to do with what happens out there in their court. Okay, so here, here's one thing for sure. Teams are going to improve. Health is a big part of it. These guys now... This is a copycat league, so everyone's now going to say the same thing Mo's saying right now. They have a bright future. So what 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 does that mean? That means the other teams are saying, if we think they're going to be there next year, they're going to start building their teams, constructing their teams with bigger bodies. You think I can make That's a roster? Uh, well, if you have any, if you can do anything against Jokic, yes. If you could do something with Jokic, because every team now is going to say the same thing, including the Miami Heat. If we had a big guy that can just match up with them. I'm at 240 pounds. Yeah, that's not coach. big enough. Uh, you, you, Bigger than the guys on the Heat, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Kevin Love is a pretty big guy. Well, I will say this. There's only one team that I think right now that could give them a match. And that's a Philadelphia 76ers just because of Joel Embiid's size. Just because of, of their size. Just of, you follow what I'm saying? 
Yeah. Like, I don't think there's anyone right now with this group. I think the Nuggets beat the Sixers in a series, though. I, I'm not saying they don't. But I'm saying is they have the size to match up with Jokic. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying they could beat them. I, I, but I think it would be entertaining. Yeah. It would be a fascinating matchup. You know, Jokic versus whatever. Right now, Jokic, clearly, he's clearly the biggest and best player on the court. Like, he's, it's it's not even close. You, they, They're not even big enough to double-team him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay? He, he He's just too... So, I think what you're going to see is, I think the Milwaukee Bucks could have maybe put a better challenge. Yep. With... Lopez, their size and Giannis. Lopez, if yep. they're healthy, Giannis, if he's healthy, playing now he's coming off of Aaron Gordon. You know, Chris Middleton has size. That would be a good matchup with Michael Porter Jr. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you know, now the other I'm, kid. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not uh, seeing Michael Porter. Michael Porter Jr. stayed in LA after they won that game four because I've not seen yeah, him in the finals yeah, yet. Yeah, well, you know what? I, I just think. You know, he, he'll he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Michael Porter Jr. But, you know, you have Drew Holiday and Jamal Murray. Those are good. Those are good size players. So I, I, I just think you, you, you got to be bigger to play against this team. Yep. And there's only a few teams I think are big enough to play against them. I mean, mm-hmm. right now, Mo, I mean, I mean, it, it's a sock like in the West. Sacramento. Yeah. Sacramento. They're just not big enough. You mm-hmm. can't put you can't put. Harrison Barnes <laughs> as your power forward in this lineup. Sabonis, he's not big enough. So I just think, you know, Stephen Adams, Stephen, you know, Stephen Adams, maybe, you know, that's he's he's got good side. Maybe Stephen Adams and Jaron Jackson Jr. Rudy Gobert and now Rudy Gobert and and Carl oh, Anthony Town. Oh, come on. I'm not saying I'm not saying they can. <laughs> I'm just saying you've got to have size against the guy. I'm just saying you got to have size against them. Yeah. So you know, it doesn't. It, you know, I I I think there's maybe one or two teams that actually I like the matchup. I like. I would I would love to see Brook Lopez play. I think Brook Lopez is big enough to play against him, and I think Joel Embiid is big enough to play. Now that doesn't mean that you're going to stop Jokic. That doesn't mean that he's not going to be dominant. But at least they're big enough. Mm. You know what I, you you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. oh, at least on paper you can say okay. Let's see what happens here. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel you. you. You follow what I'm saying? I feel uh, you. But, you know, Jokic is, he's a problem. And now you're going to have to build your team to do that. Because, I mean, think about this. Bam out of Bayou is an NBA all-star, all NBA player. And we're saying he's not big enough. He they considers himself all the best defender in the NBA. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's nothing he can do. I mean, Mo, and he's Mo, and he's giving it to you. He's mm-hmm. done a, I mean, he had a block tonight, Mo. Mo simple, the man, chase down with two hands in transition oh, to get it Mo, off the I mean, glass. Oh, my Lord. Mo, Mo, he's playing good defense, too. I but really there's nothing thought, you can do. I really thought the Miami Heat were going to win this game, you know. Like, while I was watching it, it's weird because throughout the first half, it felt like Miami were up. But every time I looked at the scoreboard, they weren't up. And I think I heard a thing from Mike Malone even in his timeout. He goes, you guys are playing like you're down 10. We up eight points. What are you doing? It was really weird. And then Miami Heat made a nice run late in that game. Um, but it just wasn't enough. Like, at, just at some point, 
you just have to accept that as great as Jimmy Butler was to start this playoffs, as talented as Bam Adebayo is, talent-wise, they're just not on the same level as Jokic and what Jamal Murray does in the playoffs. And then you add in the depth and you add in all of that. And at some point, there's only so many things Eric Spolster can do. Like Mark Jackson and, and Jeff Van Gundy on the broadcast were just talking about the zone. Why don't Miami go back into their zone? Well, guys, watch my damn YouTube channel and it'll explain to you why they don't go back to the zone. Yeah, it's not did, you, did you see the video, BJ? Sometimes, you know. Did you see the video, BJ? I did not. I didn't see. I did not see so, your video. So, so the video was essentially the zone worked well in game two, right? Because they had Jokic. Remember when he was at the free throw line and they were fronting him to nine right. to pass. All mm-hmm. he did in game three it was very simple. Instead of going to the free throw line, he just went straight to the post. And when he goes to the right. post against the one three one zone, it overloads the strong side, and you've now got four defenders on one half of the half court leaving one Miami Heat player to guard two guys on the other side. That's how Christian Brown mm-hmm. went off in, in, in the last game. So they're on the commentary talking about why don't Miami go back to their zone? Well, because Denver figured out how to stop that zone. It's not like every team's going to figure that out because they don't all have guys that seven foot and can pass the ball like that. But Denver figured it out. That's why they're not going back to their zone. So it's interesting. I'm going to see if Eric Spoles has one more card to play up his sleeve because... At the end of the day, well, at some point, you, there's, there's some only point so much you, you can do. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of times, well, you know, when you get to this stage of the playoffs, you have to throw out the scouting reports. Yep. And they know everything. When you, see a, when you see a zone mode during the course of a regular season or maybe in the first round or second round, it's still relatively. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a change. It's like a, because you don't really have time to prepare for it. Like a, a, a coach will do it for four or five minutes. Now, Mo, they've done it for three rounds. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You follow what I'm saying? So Mo, now you get to the NBA finals and there, and, and then it's already like, Hey guys, this is what they do. Yep. And you, now you have to execute. You follow what I'm saying? It's not like you see it. When you see something during the regular season, you might see it like once. Mm-hmm. Or you might see it like a couple times during the course of the year because every every team does different wrinkles and different players. But Mo, they've done this now for three rounds. Okay, I have a lot of tape. I have every reason to believe that we should probably work on some zone offense before the NBA finals. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like it's not a surprise now. Like, yeah, oh yeah. my gosh, they went to the they went to a zone. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? It, it's like. I, did you expect that coach? No, I didn't expect him to go. Well, have you watched the the, the 12 previous wins that they had? <laughs> Maybe you yep. might want to get your team ready. So at this stage, Mo, it's about execution. And what you do, Mo, is the principles of a sound offense is you always have a counter. Yep. You always have a counter. So if you're go- if you're going to all right, stand on, on my hip so I can't get the ball like I would normally do in our offense, I can make a counter mm-hmm. because the, the defense, the defense, Mo, what's the one thing that a zone wants to do? It wants to take away the pass in the middle because that's the most vulnerable place. Yep. Now give Jokic and the coaching staff credit. Okay. If you're going to do that and play that, whatever, one, one two, two, one. two, or it's one, like three, a one two, zone, two, one, and it shifts to a one, three, one. Yeah. You, oh, Mo, you, you have to be a certain, you have to, you have to be at a certain distance from the offensive player. Or it'll be a technical foul. So, mm-hmm. you what's this one thing you you you're taught to do since the beginning of time when you start playing basketball? Always go to the open area. 
Oh, mm-hmm. what a, what a, what a novelty. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, like, well, these guys are, pro- these Please. are paid professionals. You know I, what I mean? Uh, like, I wrote in my column yesterday, Joe Mazzullo, I hope you're watching this. Oh, <laughs> oh come on. Come on, man. Come on, man. Is, get to him, get to him on. on that damn block and let that boy go to work, man. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm tired of dribble, 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 dribble. I'm not trying to see that next season. But BJ, do you think the Nuggets are going to do it in game five? Because we both picked, we both I, picked I, Nuggets I, I, in five. I do. I'm quite proud of yeah, us because our I, predictions I have been horrible this year, but we finally oh, okay. well, we like, saved the best till last. <laughs> yeah, like like everyone else, like everyone else, you know, like it's it's hard to predict these things. You it's know, it's impossible, and that's why we love the yeah. game because if the predictions were yeah. right, there'd be no point watching. Yeah, the, the, I I think the I think the Nuggets are going to do it. You know, and the reason I say that it's not going to be because of a lack of effort or not they're going to show up and play and compete. You know, Mo, when you take a when you take a, 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 a another man's best shot, and when he knows that no matter what you do, you can't knock me out. That's hard, that's tough. To you win shoot a man fight. with your final bullet, and he's still standing. He's still standing. You, yeah, 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 you got to throw the gun. You got to throw the gun and hope it hits him. Well, they they've taken Miami's best shot, and it's only it's only one way they can they can lose one. If they're very lackadaisical on the offensive end and start turning the ball over, and two, they don't have they don't, they don't do, they don't execute. Yeah, they, they, you got you know they're gonna I, they're gonna defend, but if they come down and then they start playing selfishly, which I don't think they're gonna do. Yeah, right? no, like that's not this team. Start of game two. Yeah, that's, that's not, not this. Team. You know, they don't. They they they've they've really settled in, but. You know, I expect them to have nerves. You know, Mo, and, and I and I can I can I can say that now. You know, then I'm older. You know, Mo, it's always when you have an opportunity to close out a team. There's a certain amount of nervousness that you have, and it's good nerves, like because you wanna you want it so bad. But sometimes, Mo, when you want something so bad, you end up being you know you 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 play nervous. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they got to calm themselves down. The Mo, the energy in the building is going to be incredible. It's going to be loud. Man, I wish it's I was going. going. To be, yeah, wish. it's going to be festive. But I think they're going to do it. I think this team, look, every now and then you'll see a look. They have that look. They have that championship look. They've been the most consistent team all year. And give them credit. And, um, and you know, I, Randy, I respect I think they have consistency. Being rewarded, I had this conversation today with a friend of mine. I said, I, I hope the Miami Heat don't win. And he was like, why? I want an underdog to win. I said, here's, here's the thing. If the Miami Heat win the championship as the eight seed through the play-in, no one's going to take the regular season seriously anymore. They're just going to turn up for the playoffs like Jimmy Butler did. Because he even said himself, you don't start playing until April. So thank you to Devin Nuggets for saving the regular season basketball because being a number one seed all year is showing what the consistency can do, right? Um... So it's not that I don't want the Heat to win. I just would rather the Nuggets win the series because <laughs> I like watching regular season of basketball and I don't want everyone to just not play into April. You know, <laughs> credit to Miami well, for getting this far. Yeah, it, it is. But you know what? This do you is, think this has been great? Do you think we see a Tyler Hero appearance in game number five? Why not? Do you think it will make any no, difference? Why not? 
He's not playing no, I, since I the play in. No, I, I don't. I don't think it makes a difference. You know, I don't. I don't think it makes a difference. It might have the opposite effect, to be honest. At this, you stage. know, look. It, you know, Matt. You know, what is it? Struess and Gabe Vincent. I mean, they really struggled tonight. I mean, listen, this is a defensive thing. They need defense. Mm-hmm. They have to figure out how to stop. Well, that's team. why I saw Coach Popa Carl Lowry back in the game much earlier than he usually would. Mm-hmm. He played Jimmy Butler, mm-hmm. you know, in stretches where he wouldn't usually play Jimmy Butler, play 45 minutes tonight. So I can see why he's going with the experience and the players that bring it on defense as well. But I think the Miami roster, depleted by injuries, first of all, obviously Hero and Oladipo, but it's just not deep enough. It, it, it's, it's just, it's just it's simple. I mean, it's not, listen, it doesn't, doesn't matter unless something can happen that we can't foresee right now if the game goes accordingly and these guys show up the better team is going to win and the better roster right now is the denver nuggets so let's see what happens but great job by those guys i mean those guys went down there mo in a hostile environment and got two wins i mean that's very tough to do okay that's after coming off of a a a home loss Mm -hmm. so give these guys credit for the focus the maturity, but more importantly, the professionalism. I mean, that was a very difficult task. Task well done. Absolutely. Congratulations to the Denver Nuggets, but not fully congratulations yet. They still got one more win to be crowned champions. We're going to be here breaking it down for you, and we're going to be here all off-season long, so make sure you subscribe. YouTube, Spotify, Apple, the Hoop Genius Podcast. We're only getting bigger and better. The NBA season might end, but we are not coming to an end we're going to keep it rolling so we'll be here after the next game game five to break down either the new nba champions or the miami heat making things a little bit spicy uh so don't miss a single episode stay locked in there's more content newsletter that i have every day is linked in the description below you can sign up now for free or if you want to support the hustle it's just one pound or one dollar per month to sign up and support the kid uh also content on my youtube got a lot of analysis a lot of film breakdowns so if you want to learn about the game and one understand the why teams are doing things rather than just watching them do things you can understand what the coaches are thinking you can check that out on my youtube as well um search for hoop genius on there bj appreciate you and uh enjoy your weekend my friend because one more game maybe one more game until next time just like aaron gordon and bruce brown tonight Yeah, buckets.